0: We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids.
1: Stars could shine between the lines. If you would let yourself go, find some place you know. You can use your words, use your hands. You can change the world, just pretend. Express yourself, take a chance and you'll see.
2: Welcome to Express Yourself.
0: The more of me I be, the clearer I can see. And that's from Rachel Arkellis. Hello and welcome to Express Yourself. We're a program by, for, and with creative young people. A platform to give teens a voice. Right here on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Brigitte Gia and today's theme is the gift of clarity. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions and brought to you as an outreach service of the Be the Star You Are charity, a top nonprofit honored by GuideStar and great nonprofits. Please visit beThestarUR.org to make a tax-deductible donation and get more information about how you too can be a part of our mission to increase literacy and positive message media. Star U R needs your donations to help us help those in distress by providing books and other resources so please donate today at be the star and you can even donate through PayPal Giving Fund with no fees Alrighty, for this first segment, I'm very excited to be reading a chapter from the new Be the Star You Are book, uh, Be the Star You Are Millennials to Boomers Celebrating Gifts of Positive Voices. So, this is the gift of clarity in tandem with our theme for this week, which is written by Dr. Bud uh, Bilanik. Uh, he is a leadership consultant, career success coach, motivational speaker, best selling author, and an influential blogger. He's actually Harvard educated, but he has a no nonsense approach to his work Um, and he goes back to his roots um, in the steel country of Western Pennsylvania and finds that no nonsense approach. Um, And his take on his career and life success is the result of over 40 years of business experience, 20 years of research and the study of successful people and the application of just plain old common sense. Our chapter author, Bud, actually received an EDD, Doctor of Education, with a concentration in Organizational Behavior and Intervention from Harvard. He has an MA in Communication from the University of Colorado, as well as a Bachelor of Science in Human Development from Penn State. Bud is actually a cancer survivor, and he lives in Denver today with his wife, Kathy. He's doing great, Um, and he is a retired rugby player and an avid cyclist. And he loves independent film, live theater, and crime fiction. So our author today is an amazing individual, and he's obviously found a lot of clarity in his life. He's cut to the chase, Chase, he has this no-nonsense approach, and let's get ready to hear about his story. So this is The Gift of Clarity by Bud Vilanik. I was 25, if you asked me what I wanted to be doing when I was 50, I would have told you... Running a one person consulting, coaching, and speaking business from my house. And guess what? I've been running a one person consulting, coaching, and speaking business from my house ever since 1988. My clarity of purpose propelled me towards my goal. So, in my book, Four Secrets of High Performing Organizations, I point out that all successful high performing organizations have four things in common clarity of purpose and direction. Sincere commitment of all organization members, skillful execution of the things that matter, and mutually beneficial relationships with important outside constituencies. Clarity of purpose and direction is also fundamental to your personal success, and it all begins with a clear picture of how you define success for yourself. So my clarity of purpose guided my decision making, and I knew that I was not equipped to be a successful consultant at the age of 25, and I needed two things I determined, more education and more experience. So I took a job in the training department of a large oil company, and while I was working there, I went to school at night to obtain a master's degree. The degree actually helped me get a man- management job in another Fortune 500 company, and I was getting the experience I needed, but I felt that I still needed more education. When I was 30, I quit my job and entered an interdisciplinary doctoral program at Harvard. I spent three years studying at the Harvard Business School, the Harvard Kennedy School of Government, the Harvard Graduate School of Education, and the Sloan School of Management at MIT. And when I finished my studies, I took an internal consulting job at a very large pharmaceutical company. Finally, in 1988, when I was 38 years old, I struck out on my own as a consultant, speaker, and coach took 13 years of work and study to get me to where I decided I wanted to be when I had been 25. My clear idea of what I wanted out of my life and career kept me on track and moving forward all of those years. And I'm 67 years now. I've been doing what I set out to do all those years ago for close to 30 years. I have a friend who is a serial entrepreneur. He started a software business when he was 27 it up and sold it to a major computer manufacturer by the time he was 35, and he has since started and sold four other companies. His clarity of purpose lies in the challenge of creating something new, building it into a viable, sustainable business, and then moving on. Another friend recently retired as the Executive Vice President of Human Resources for a Fortune 50 company, and we were chatting a few days ago, She told me that when she was in college, She decided that she was going to join a good company and work her way up the ladder. She took an entry-level HR job with a company that she liked, and it took her over 25 years, but she eventually became the most senior HR person in that company. Her clarity of purpose and definition of success was different from mine and the serial entrepreneurs. She also reached her goal. My second friend told me that her son has yet a different definition of success. He is not interested in climbing the corporate ladder or in being an entrepreneur. He wants an interesting job where he can contribute, but he doesn't want to spend inordinate amounts of time at work. He wants to spend as much time with his family as he can. His definition of dis- success is different from that of his mother's. And all four of us are successful according to our own clarities of purpose the point is there is no one correct definition of life and career success and there are as many definitions as there are people in this world your definition of success is what's right for you not anyone else not have been happy building and selling a large number of businesses in succession or climbing a corporate ladder or working for a large company in an individual contributor position however as you can tell from the stories of the three people above they were They knew what they wanted and they went after it. That's why defining your clarity of purpose is so important. Your clarity of purpose provides both a foundation and launching pad for your life and your career successes. The old saying, if you don't know where you're going, you won't know when you get there, is a cliche, but it is true. Getting clear on your personal definition of life and career success is the first step to becoming a success. So if you haven't done so already, I suggest you take some time and think about your own clarity of purpose. How do you define success for yourself? Keep that purpose and definition of success in mind as you make life and career decisions. Decisions and take actions that will help you become the star you want to be and are capable of becoming. The star you are. All right. And so this is an exercise that Bud wrote uh, in order to help us find our own clarity And it's titled, Getting Clear on What You Want from Life. So, the goal is to answer these questions to help you gain the clarity that you need to really create your own life and career success. The first question, uh, audience, if you want to grab a piece of paper, if your hands are free, you can definitely jot these down. Or keep them in mind later to really uh, sit down quietly by yourself, maybe, and put together a plan of attack for your own point of clarity. So the first question is, what is your personal definition of life success? For me personally, as as a high school senior, I would say I want to have a stable life, financially and emotionally. Uh, That's where I want to be by the time maybe I'm in my late 20s or early 30s. One point that I want to maintain in my life is uh, sort of a of repaying my parents especially. I do come from an immigrant family and they've done a lot for me so I definitely want to keep that in mind. Second question is what is your personal definition of career success? Um, I definitely want to be financially stable, uh, very young still, very inexperienced in life but I think from watching others around me had their own way and from watching and looking the paths taken by my role models I definitely want to have financial stability in there as my definition of career success and perhaps I'd also like to be in charge of some creative projects or maybe uh, I'm thinking about going down the academic route maybe I can pull together some research projects that would positively benefit humanity my personal definition of career success third question here is Are these two things, the previously mentioned ones, in conflict? So is your definition of life success and definition of career success, are those two definitions clashing with one another? For me personally, I don't think so. For a good number of people, they might be clashing, and that would be very, very rough. Next question is, if so, how will you manage that conflict? There's definitely a lot of options there, in my personal opinion. You know, people can deal with them separately, separate two conflicting entities entirely, or they can attempt to reconcile one to the other, or reconcile both of them, and pursue something entirely different. The fifth question that we have here from Bud is, what do you need to do to create the success you describe? For me, it's definitely a lot of planning. And I think that goes for a lot of different people. It's hard to gain success spontaneously. You have to work towards it. The last two questions are, what are you willing to give up to create that success? So what are you willing to sacrifice? And what is your plan? There we go, for achieving that success. Those are really the fundamental questions that one needs to ask themselves. And I've answered a few on air and audience. Make sure you write those down, keep them in mind and answer them yourselves. So last word from Bud, he says, clarity of purpose and direction is fundamental to your life and career success. And it all begins with a clear picture of how you define your success. There's a quote from Henry David Thoreau. One advances confidently in the direction of his dreams and endeavors to live the life which he has imagined. He will meet with success unexpected in common hours. Alrighty, so that was an incredible chapter, quote, and exercise from Bud on clarity. Unfortunately, audience, that is all the time we have, so make sure you go support our show and these amazing segments by donating to the Be The Star You Are charity that brings you this program. We have lots of fun events actually coming up, so make sure you go to bethestarur.org and check it all out. Check out all our events and follow our blog as well. Shout out of gratitude to Michael Verbrugge Construction, who is actually sponsoring Be The Star You Are's booth at the Moraga Fair. He's sponsored us so many times in the past. Thank you to Michael Verbrugge for making sure that Be The Star You Are keeps doing what it's doing and keeps making people their best selves. Watch Be The Star You Are's fun and informative videos at youtube.com slash you are. And be the star you are founder and express yourself producer Cynthia Bryan has actually just authored a brand new book titled Growing with the Goddess Gardener. Make sure you guys purchase a copy because it's now available at cynthiabryan.com online store with 25% of all proceeds benefiting be the star you are and express yourself. Ready guys? I'm Brigitte Gia, and make sure you keep listening as we continue our conversation about the gift of clarity. I'm Brigitte Gia, and you are listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids Network, brought to you by the Be the Star You Are charity. Today's show is centered around the gift of clarity. Ready and joining us in this segment is author Janae Washington. Janae is LA based and focused on making the world a better place with her new book, Bye Bye Black Skin. The story addresses race relations from a a youth's perspective and the stiff, unbudging beauty standards that are present in America today. Bye Bye Black Skin centers around the fight against implicit prejudice and destructive, discriminatory forces that begin defining us from early childhood, and it sends a positive message about appearance and skin color and belongingness and confidence in both of those to its readership. Perfect for teaching the young reader about social constructs and confidence in the face of stereotyping, Bye Bye Black Skin can now be purchased at Lulu with beautiful illustrations. With that, let's welcome Janae onto the show. Hi, Janae. Hi, everyone. Very excited to have you today, and uh, our audience is definitely looking forward to hearing what you have to say about your wonderful book and your own story as a writer. So, uh, you know, I I know you are L.A. based and you're you're out in California, <laughs> out in the sun. Yeah. But, you know, I, I wanted to ask, you know, where are your roots? Where where did you grow up? And are there any elements of that working their way into your writing? Um, well,
3: I grew up in Bellflower, California, um, as well as West Virginia, California. I was the um, product of a... Dual, well, I was a product of two parents that married other people, so I would be in between homes <laughs> all the time, and I definitely see that um, in this story. Bye, bye, black skin. It's about my personal experience um, going to school in elementary in um, Bellflower. So yeah, it's definitely creeping into my writing.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely, and yeah, I think that's you know that's where the most powerful stories come from is is your own experiences because you live them and you're able because of that to tell others how that felt and how you dealt with it or how people around you helped you deal with it and so you know growing up who as you said you know you were, you were sort of the in-between did that have anything to do or did that have any impact on how you wrote character within your book?
3: Um, definitely from the perspective of being raised um, in the beginning primarily by my mother so that's why you see in um, the illustration she's mostly talking to her mother because at one point it was just my mother influence, and then towards the latter part of um, my education so like my high school year then I was with my father so there will be more books but this one was just based, you know, on my elementary experience um, and the things I encountered going to elementary in Belfar.
0: Absolutely. And I wanted to ask, too, you know, wh- what was your vision writing this book? Because obviously it's it's from your core. It's from your own history. And what do you envision, you know, readers' reactions being when they, when they kind of share your story? And what do you think they take away from it?
3: Um, Well, I just envisioned, like, my vision was for everyone to have a story created for them and about them. Um, I feel like when I grew up, you know, the books were Curious George and Clifford the Big Red Dog, but none of those stories related to me. And as a child, when you're kind of forming and sculpting your ideas and thinking about who you want to be and your personality, it's very important that you read books that you can relate to or books by people that you actually want to be like that look like you. Um, so, you know, in writing by Blaskett, by I just said, you know what, if my, if my girl were little, I would want to tell her a story and I would want her to feel beautiful about herself. I wouldn't want her to question you know, whether she was beautiful or not, based on what she saw around her, based on her not seeing the book where someone looks like her.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, I think we we need more of that right now in this country. There's, there's a lot <laughs> of things selfless. going on. Because mm? we all, you know, we're all scared of how others will perceive us, and we're all hurt by that. But at the end of the day... You know, we're who we are, and we should take pride in that. And I'm glad that your book is out there to tell anyone, young girls, uh, any anyone who's read it, that, look, they can be who they are, and, and you know, they can feel confident. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, we were talking, um, I, I was reading a chapter early on about clarity in in sort of planning and uh, setting a goal for yourself and creating a product and so when you were creating your story and making it uh, more you know making it available for your readership uh, did you have sort of an outline of you know what you were going to put in the book or how much you were going to take from your experiences Uh, did you how, how did you outline the process of creating the book
3: Well, um, I had a mentor, so my mentor was from my church, um, and she's older. She's probably around my father's age, (laughs) but she's older than me, and she she guided me on the structure of it, and um, she kept me focused on the story that I wanted to, you know, the outcome and the storyline, like, so I went to her with my vision and kind of um, a story of everything that I had in mind and then she helped me to it to exactly the message that I wanted to relate and then, um, like, as far as pictures and everything, like, what words would go with what pictures. So I definitely think um, it's great to have an outline. Like, you start with your outline. So you start with whatever your ideas are and then you always want to have someone, whether it be a mentor, your best friend, um, somebody that you trust, you definitely want to have them look at it and see what their take is because your best opinion is going to be from somebody that's from the outside because <laughs> you don't see everything, you know. Looking at yeah. the inside, um, mm-hmm. you have to get that that second mm-hmm. opinion. So, yeah, definitely mm-hmm. having someone there to say, "Hey, this is your focus, and this is where we're going to go in this direction."
0: Absolutely, that is that is wise advice to you know. Sometimes it's hard to center yourself, and it's it's right. great that you were able to have that, right? Like, it's difficult to to be able to see your see your goals and see where you need to go with them. And just to to be honest, just uh, just to switch up the tone a little bit. Um, so I wanted to go back to uh, sort of the theme of your book, and that. Prejudice that you experienced, um, and that you've you've put into this story uh, as the main event, and you know, for me, I, I I have you know obviously everybody's experiences is, is very very different, and yeah. I've I've dealt with some prejudice before, uh, just based on who I am, who I identify as, and who I seem to be to people who are in my classes or who I see in the halls. And I wanted to ask n- about holding resentment and how you're able to really release all of that. Because, you know, when we go through things, we we can hold on to them sometimes, and then it becomes really unhealthy. Um, and so how do you let go of
3: that? Um, honestly, it just came from me. Um, so... <laughs> I speak to a lot of life coaches and I speak to a lot of people that have been in places that I want to go or am trying to get to. So I spoke to one life coach um, in particular and he was like, you know, it's the biggest thing that I talk to my clients about. And I was like, no, what is it? And he's like, "Them not taking responsibility for their own actions. And I was like, really? And he's like, yes, that's the toughest thing for people to come to terms with the things that they have done like they don't want to take any responsibility for it. And I was like, I can see that because there are certain situations where you want to say, oh my goodness, this person did this to me and they hurt me and I just feel like this because of this. Whereas if you say, okay, well, I was this person in this situation, how could I have reacted differently or how could I have built myself up to take this, you know, the pressure or the weight of this person on? So um, for me... Um, the biggest, I say my biggest part of growth is accepting responsibility for who I am and what I do in situations. And then also remembering that everyone is human. So everyone is flawed. Like <laughs> no one is perfect. There's no person that does everything the best and is, you know, just the most perfect human being in the world. No one at all. Not our president, not our, our popes, not our people in school. There's everyone has a flaw. So, Once you learn that and you accept that, then you have to be understanding and forgiving because just understand that you're going to mess up one day and you're going to want someone to forgive you. So um, that's how my perspective is on life. Like, (laughs) for instance, when I'm in traffic and someone cuts me off, immediately my immediate thought from from now on has been, oh my goodness, why just cut the last person off? So I'll start laughing at it like... (laughs)
0: Because I knew my you know, this
3: reaction, this, man, this person has cut me off, but, okay, I have done it to other people. So. Um, yeah, def- definitely
0: taking the human approach to things. Thank you. That's that's really insightful. That's absolutely. Uh, I gotta. You no, know, we gotta focus on. Um. Um. It's definitely really, really good to keep that in mind to keep the humanness in mind um and i i really got to take that in i think that's a point of clarity is um you know and we don't want to take responsibility we got to take a step back and uh, really find no. the clearest take on the situation well you know thank you so much Janae, for an incredible discussion on your book and you know your perspectives It was absolutely Amazing. Uh, We are out of time for this segment, but we will be continuing our conversation in the next portion of the show. So, audience, make sure you go and find more information about Janae's incredible work and her story. Facebook with the search of Janae Washington. Absolutely. We need, to, we need to get the audience in on your perspective and your story. Um, so we're making sure to give a shout out. Uh, audience, please go on Snapchat and Instagram as well and search up at the life of one, the numeral one, Janae. And make sure to also check out BeTheStarYouAre.org for more information about Express Yourself and Be The Star You Are. And if you're a fan of baseball and you live in Northern California, Be The Star You Are has actually been chosen as the nonprofit of the night for the June 15th baseball game between the Oakland A's and the Los Angeles Angels. Uh, tickets are tax deductible and discounted to only $32 for these second tier field seats, so prime seats. And make sure you visit our charity site at be the star you events to buy your tickets today. We are also selling raffle tickets for $5 each for two individuals to win a field visit to watch batting practice and meet the players on a different day. So, two lucky pairs will win this awesome opportunity, and make sure you go to slash events to meet Major League Baseball players. Sergeant Gia, and stay right here with us as we continue our discussion on the gift of clarity.
1: On Tuesdays at noon Pacific, Teens Talk and the World Listens on Express Yourself Teen Radio on Voice America Kids. Come play with us at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com We didn't invent Kid Talk. We perfected it. And at a very young age, you're listening to Voice America Kids.
0: Thank you for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. I'm Brigitte and our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. So for this edition of Express Yourself, we're continuing our eye-opening conversation on the gift of clarity. So joining us again in this segment is fascinating author Janae Washington. Janae's new book, Bye Bye Black Skin, is a self-love and self-care book about a little girl who experiences bullying and teasing due to her skin color. And as a result of that bullying, she doesn't think that she's beautiful, but her mother consoles her and helps build her self-esteem by giving her a relatable story, something to pick her up off her feet. And she actually ends up teaching this story and teaching what she's learned to the boy who teased and bullied her about her skin. The book Bye Bye Black Skin is enlightening and empowering, and it touches on many of the challenges that uh, young black women and girls have encountered and had to overcome throughout their lives. It's an uplifting story of Jojo, who is a young black girl that goes to a predominantly other race school and is teased because she looks different. And, of course, her mother shows her how to overcome this bullying and really love and care about herself and have courage and belief in her own ability and take pride in the skin that she's in. Ultimately, all of us as humans are the same inside. We all have our hopes and our fears, our emotions, our worries. Although we look different in appearance, that's not detracting from each and every one of us essential human. With that, let's welcome Janae back onto the show. Hi, Janae. Hi, everyone. Excited. Excited to have you back on for this second segment. Uh, the last one seems so short, so I'm glad that we have another one to really discuss more about the book and your own personal journey. So uh, yes. I'm going to start off, um, I, I want to ask about uh, your, your degree in fashion, because you do have a degree in fashion design and marketing, and I wanted to ask, how did you make that decision to switch from your career field over to telling more stories and getting books out to your
3: audience? Well, um, so in high school, I had a similar project. Um, so as you're exiting high school, you know, you have your one final project, and um, it's on your choice, but they give you an outline of exactly what the content is and what they're looking for to give you an A. So I ended up doing my senior project on writing a children's book. And so in my head, I was like, okay, I'm going to be a famous children's author, and, like, this is the way my life will go. I'll be traveling. I'll have a family. Like, you know, all of the above, but I want to write children's books. So that was my senior project. And then um, closer to me, like, exiting, I was like, okay, well, I need to make a decision, and from my family, they were like, no, well, you know that the writing industry is very tough, and at that time, um, self-publishing was a thing, but not really. It was very uncommon not to have a publisher, so they kind of discouraged me from that path, and I was like, okay, well... The other thing I like to do is close, so <laughs> I am not I know that that would be a fun thing, so let me try that out. So I ended up trying it out. Um, the industry is great. It's just, you know, it's a very tough cutthroat, very competitive industry. Um, so I ended up getting out of that a few years ago. And then my mentor, the one that I was telling you about that helped me um, structure the book, she said, well, what, was, what is the one thing that you would do? if you couldn't get paid for it. And I was like, writing? Like, I could write about anything and everything. And I just, I have so much inside and talk about. So, um, yes, she helped me with that.
0: Wow. That's, oh, that's, that's so, so clarifying. <laughs> it, it ties in so well with just the, the theme of today's show because it really, uh, that question must have been so clarifying to you um to really and it, it really you know I guess it it brought about the amazing book that we're speaking about today and I'm yes. so glad that she told you that and she she put you kind of on it that tr- that right
3: track right it all came back full circle for me I was like wait and I didn't even realize that it was my same project and then I, until I said wait a minute let me look that. How did
0: this come back? And there it was. Like, <laughs> <I> was like, <laughs> Boom. Oh my gosh. <laughs> there we go. And, and you know, um, I, I wanted to ask, I I have a friend who is kind of in in a similar predicament. Um, her parents she wants to be a writer as well. She she loves writing and she also has thought about going into it as a career because even without the career aspect, she's always writing. She she wants to keep that in her life, but her parents are pushing her towards a more sensible major to take in college. And so for you, did you think you know, making that choice to first go into fashion design and getting that degree, was that something that you would maybe do all over again if you had the chance, or would you have gone straight for being a writer? Would you have done anything differently? Hmm.
3: At this age, I can definitely say, and especially based on my friends who are entrepreneurs or my friends that are doing different things, and they always say, oh, well, I wish I could have did this. So I feel like um, you should definitely do whatever is in your heart to do. Um, and if that's multiple things, then you should do those multiple things because it's only there that you will discover what you're actually meant to do, like, right? And um, me writing this book, everything came together. Like, I didn't do much that, besides, you know, besides writing and putting the book together. Everything else, as far as me being able to sell my book at different, um, at different events and also me being featured on radio stations and all of that, that came... <laughs> To me via other people so I feel like whatever your purpose is in life as you're on it 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 makes room for you like the, the universe makes room for you and you'll see opportunities open up where you're like wait I didn't think this was going to happen but it's happening because that's what your purpose is um we, we definitely all are are we definitely all have a purpose inside of us it's just all about discovering that and I don't feel like you can discover that if you only do, if you only try one thing, like sometimes that one thing may in fact be your purpose, but sometimes we have to try multiple things until we figure out, okay, if well, this is what I absolutely love to do. And it's making room for me. Like people are going out of their way to make sure it's the same and this purpose of mine is pursued. So yeah, that's my take on that. Thank you.
0: Absolutely. That is, I think, Especially for my friend, I am going to tell her that, and I hope she really is able to, you know, make a decision based on that. And I think that rings true for our audience and anyone uh, who's looking to make that sort of decision or trying to decide where they want to go. Actually, I'm a, yeah, I'm a high school senior, so I'm I'm making that decision myself, and that's that's really comforting to know. Is that whatever purpose that you have or whatever you're intended to do. You know, it'll. <laughs> you'll get there. You'll get there. You'll be able to yes. sort of figure it, will make it out. room for you. <laughs> Absolutely. So I I wanted to go over uh, some portions of your, of your book of Bye Bye Black Skin and um, I know the story is more of a, a narrative and it has this beautiful beautiful metaphor of between kind of ethnicity, your skin color, and apples and then it ends with this this powerful message you know um, I am kind I am intelligent I am powerful beyond measure and so was there part that that was really towards this larger audience did you you feel that you were able to kind of use these words as uh, maybe a communicator to your younger self to make that, or like if you, if you went back into the past, if you were able to do that and were able to communicate something to your younger self, having just maybe gone through this, this teasing experience and um, felt hurt over that, would those words be you chose to tell your younger self? Um, definitely. I
3: definitely believe that building yourself up is key. So um, the last page is like the book of that, not the book, but it's like the words of affirmation. So affirming yourself and um, making sure that you're headstrong. So when you do encounter different things and people try to tell you who you are, you can tell them who you are instead of them telling you, you know what I mean? So I think that if I had those, like if my mom said, hey, you know, Janae, this is what you need to say to yourself every day, I think that I would have walked into Tool with a different level of confidence because it's like, okay, well, this is what I, I say I am, so I don't even care what you're thinking about. This is who I am. Um, versus not really having um, a self-awareness and not really knowing how to love yourself because it's something that your parents didn't teach you. Like my mom, very seldomly said, you're beautiful or I love you. It was kind of like, that's the known thing and it's known because I'm taking care of you. Um, so it was more so in the actions versus the words. But I do feel like words of affirmation are definitely important in building building self esteem and confidence and courage. Like, because when you've built a person up, no one can tell them anything. It's like, no, this is who I am because this is what God says I am, this is what my parents say I am, et cetera. Absolutely. I think that's the,
0: the ultimate clarity is, is really in those self affirming words. Well, thank you so much, Janae, for this amazing conversation and the messages that. You've, you've been able to bring out to our audience. Unfortunately, we are out of time, listeners. Make oh. sure. Yeah, I, I wish. I wish <laughs> we just had endless time to continue this conversation because it really, it truly does bring some of those important messages to light and to our audience. But listeners, make sure now that you're finding out more about Janae's incredible work and her story, go to Facebook and search Janae Washington. Go to Snapchat and Instagram and follow the life of one, the numeral one, Janae. And also check out Be The Star You Are and express yourself at org. And during the break, go to be the again to check out our 501c3 literacy and positive media charity visit expressyourselfteenradio.com for more information about express yourself in particular and we will be coming back with a discussion on charity i'm rajitia keep listening Thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. I'm Brigitte Gia on Express Yourself, and today's hour is all about the gift of clarity. So, for the gift of clarity in this last segment, after hearing from so many wonderful people, or one extremely wonderful guest, and kind of by proxy, our chapter writer, but uh, I thought I'd speak a little bit about... My own experience with clarity and sort of the take I have on finding a clear vision in your life. And so I'm going to begin with some of the things, some of the psychological attributes of being human that really kind of cloud over your ability to see what's going on around you. And so we as humans tend to delve into, number one, overconfidence. And so this this term is exactly kind of what it sounds like, where you maybe aren't seeing the reality of your situation and you believe yourself to be immune to certain downfalls. So you're not seeing all of the paths that you might want to avoid. You're not seeing all of the pitfalls in your situation. And you're just going blindly on ahead without planning, without really going over what you're going to do because you are sure that you'll figure it out. You'll figure it out somewhere down the road. And while it's really, really good to be confident in who you are and to believe in your own potential, it's not as good to leap without first judging how much distance you have before your next goal. So you want to be able to avoid Overconfidence, And of course, because it's kind of built into our human way of thinking, that is very difficult to do. So make sure uh, my advice would be in avoiding this, this pitfall to pull yourself in and see where you're going, see what plans you have for your future that have kind of acclimated and judge them. Judge them based on how much experience you have to fulfill them. If we look back at Bud's chapter, for example, at 25, when he had this initial goal of becoming this consultant, helping others, staying in his home and creating his career from his house, uh, he acknowledged that he had no experience at 25 and that he needed to work towards his goal before he could achieve it the other hand, an overconfident person might say, I'm 25. I don't have any experience, but let me just dive into it anyway. Let me immediately stay all the time at home, even though I have no networks, even though I cannot really build up this career. So instead of working towards it, I'm assuming that it's all already there. That is the sort of overconfidence that might serve to unfortunately pull you back from your goal instead of pushing you towards it. Another common psychological fallacy that some people or that people often get into is the fundamental attribution error and this one can really sort of cloud your judgment about your relationships and about the people around you. And so we tend to see to uh, we tend to see things uh, attributed to two different, abilities so we'll either attribute someone's behavior to their disposition so their personality or we'll attribute it to their situation so their circumstances you know how they're acting in relation to where they are in life and when we talk about ourselves we tend to attribute our outcomes and our behavior to the situation so i was tired that day so i didn't do so well on the test or i i I dropped something, but that was because I was thinking about all of the plans I had for for the day ahead. Whereas when we're talking about others and we're seeing others behave badly, we attribute it to their disposition. So we say, oh, they failed the test because they're not smart, or they dropped this because they're just clumsy. We don't take into account what situation they're going through. And so when we as humans recognize that, even though we can't help but to think it when you know it's a, an innate reaction. That's how we deal with things sometimes. We can be really aware of it, however, we can pull back from it. And so the next time we see someone dropping their pen on the ground, we can say, oh, maybe she or he had a really hard day or is thinking about something else instead of saying, wow, what a clumsy person. And so those two... Common psychological mistakes, so to say, or uh, reactions to situations often remove us from clarity. And so when we recognize them, and We take steps to prevent thinking that way, overconfidence, in overconfidence, or committing the fundamental attribution error. We are able to see our situation and ourselves more clearly, and we're able to achieve our goals. And so, audience, make sure you're keeping in mind those two ways of human thinking so that you can watch out for them and keep them from interfering with your goal-making and your planning for your future is the sort of clarity that might tie in with what Bud said and what Janae said about both career clarity and clarity about who you are uh, in yourself, your skin color, your religion, your identity. It's important to see our humanness and correct against its flaws and take pride in the emotions that we feel and in the way we think. With that, It is sadly time to say farewell. Thank you guys so much for joining me today and joining our guest. We give our thanks to Star Style Production, Cynthia Bryan, Be The Star You Are, and our Voice America Kids crew, especially our voice engineer, Josh. Thanks to our guests and reporters from around the world, and thank you to our listeners for making us a top-rated program. I'm Brigidia, and you have been listening to Express Yourself an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens. For information on our creative community, charity efforts, and outreach programs, go to our main site at bethestarur.org. Until next week, remember, be kind, find your clarity, and be here. Speak up, speak out, and express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express
1: Yourself.
3: She